Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, how to be vulnerable, or in other words, courageous with your wife. So a lot of times that idea of vulnerability gets thrown around. I think there's a lot of confusion about it. Um, so today we're going to talk about what that really is and how it can be a benefit to you in your marriage. Uh, my name is Mike Frazier, MD, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So talking about vulnerable, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see my face. I'm not usually on that in YouTube. And um, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit vulnerable. It's a little bit exposing, right? Um, but uh, you know, I wanted you to be able to see me and, and who I am and all that. Um, so and it actually threw me off. Like I had to take this, do this several times <laughs> to, um, uh, it just, it's different, like having the camera there. So um, anyway, what is vulnerability? So the dictionary says it's being able to be easily, physically, or mentally hurt, influenced, or attacked. So that doesn't sound very good, right? Or it's people who can be badly affected by a disease because they already have health problems. So we just had COVID-19. We know that people that uh, you know were already compromised were more susceptible, right? They're more likely to die or have serious illness. So like, understandably, it's hard for a strong Christian man to relate to these things, you know, to think, oh, yeah, it's good for me to be easily physically or mentally hurt or easily attacked or influenced, or it's, <clears throat> you know, it's good to be more affected by a disease. You know, it's not, it's not really strong. It's not really Christ-like, you know, he wasn't someone who was easily physically or mentally hurt or definitely not influenced or, you know, he definitely got attacked, but he stood up to that, right? Um, it's not really strong. Or, and these traits aren't really attractive. So based on this definition, it makes sense that we would not really want to be vulnerable. But this movement about vulnerability, what it's really about is it's about courage. So uh, Brene Brown is someone who talks a lot about vulnerability and kind of has redefined it. Uh, and she defines it as uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. Um, and being able to face those, you know, not necessarily knowing the outcome right? But doing it because we know it's it's a good thing to do. So all of these things, uncertainty, facing uncertainty, facing risk, um, facing emotional exposure is really what we're talking about mainly in the context of a marriage. Um, all these require courage. Right? And what courage is, it's the state or quality of mind or spirit that enables one to face danger, fear, or vicissitude. So vicissitudes, that's just kind of like random circumstances, stuff that comes up. Uh, so to be able to face all that danger, fear, you know, whatever, whatever life throws at us with self-possession, confidence, and resolution or bravery, right? So being able to face that, we're talking mainly again about emotional exposure in marriage, being able to expose our emotions um, with self-possession, confidence, and resolution. So I like that. I like that definition a lot. And Another way that I like to describe courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyway. You know, I talk to my kids or I talk to guys in my program or I'm talking to myself, right? Um, there's things that are going to scare us. But when we do that anyway, you know, when we know it's right and we do it anyway, that's courage. Okay, and we feel good after we do that. So 
I want to clarify though, like what emotional, emotional exposure really looks like. So some men think being vulnerable means just, you know, exposing their own neediness. So they'll say things to their wife, like, Oh, I'd be lost without you. This especially happens kind of at the later phases. There's an earlier, you know, episode about this kind of how, how marriages fall apart. Um, and you know, this is more in the later stages when like their wife's saying, oh, I want to separate from you or I want to divorce you. Um, you're like, oh, I'd be lost without you. Like, I can't live without you, right? Um, they feel like they're exposing something there uh, or, or just like crying that they won't last without her, you know, saying they'll do anything to get their, her back. They mistake all of this for being vulnerable, right? Exposing their emotions. But what this shows is that first kind of vulnerability, right? Someone that's easily mentally attacked or damaged, right? Emotionally attacked or damaged. Okay. I mean, you can't really stand on your own two feet. Um, you, uh, you know, if you're saying I can't live without you, you're basically saying you can't rely on me either, right? I'm not a strong person to be around or be with, you know, if you try to rely on me, I'm going to fall apart, right? Because I can't exist without you. So it's, I mean, it's vulnerable in that you're exposing something, you're exposing what's going on within you. It just is not attractive. And it's something that you have to work on because what you're exposing is that you can't stand on your own two feet, right? You're not emotionally strong enough to be okay on your own. So again, that's not the vulnerability we want. <laughs> and we're talk, we'll talk about what emotional exposure in a good context is, you know, coming up here, but some other issues with vulnerability. So some men think being vulnerable means just complaining, right? Just whining to their wife, right? So telling her wife all the things she's doing wrong. So, okay, I'm going to be, let me be vulnerable with you here, right? Um, you know, you're spending too much money. You don't have sex with me enough. You, um, I don't like the way you parent. We spend too much time with your in-laws, right? And you're just complaining. You're just whining. You're like, oh no, I'm being vulnerable. Look, I'm, I'm telling you all the things that I don't like, right? Or saying that, you're, that she's hurting your feelings, right? Oh, when you turn me down for sex, I just, I feel really sad. I feel really hurt. Okay. Depending on how you share that, that could still be, you know, the positive emotional exposure. But again, what you're really exposing here is that you can't manage your own emotions, right? And that you're blaming her for it. You know, you're making me mad because you're doing this. You're making me mad because you're doing that. What you're not doing here is making a clear request or setting a clear boundary. And that's something we learn in uh, in our program, right? Um, in Love, Intimacy, and Legacy is how to ask for what we want and how to set appropriate boundaries, okay? Whining is not any of that. What it's showing is I can't manage my own emotions and I want you to do it for me. So again, you are exposing something here. You're being vulnerable, but you're being vulnerable in the sense of the person that can't take care of himself. And that's not attractive. Okay. So you are exposing, you are doing emotional exposure, but you're exposing that you are not a great choice to be around when you're being whiny. Okay. And then vulnerable versus angry. So some men think that the opposite of being vulnerable or weak or easily influenced is being angry. Okay. So that's when you explode or you get upset for the things that your wife's doing or not doing, right? She's spending too much money or you're mad at her about that. She's not having sex with you enough. You're mad about that. Um, you know, she's parenting in a way you don't like. You're mad about that. And that seems stronger, right? It seems like you're not being as vulnerable, as easy, easily influenced. But really, 
you are being easily influenced. You are feeling easily attacked, right? And you're firing back with anger because you're not managing your own emotions well, okay? Again, when you're getting mad, it shows poor emotional control and that you're blaming her, right? It's probably exposing that mosquito cycle too, right? That, you know, you feel owed things from her. You feel owed attention, appreciation, and sex because you're paying for things or helping around the house or doing all that kind of thing. So again, getting just getting mad at her, it's, I mean, it's kind of strong in a way, but not really, right? It shows that you don't really have good emotional control. You know, there's a big difference between saying, like, let's talk, let's take overspending. There's a difference between saying, I can't believe you're doing this. I'm so mad at you. How could you do this to our family, right? Kind of blaming and getting down on her and saying, hey, look, you know, the amount you're spending, it's problematic. It's creating some issues. I'd like you to spend less, right? Let's work on a plan together here to figure that out. You know, that's mature. It's still exposing the issue, but it's not you flying off the handle and not being able to manage your own emotions, which shows your wife she's not safe with you, which means she won't trust you, which means you're not going to have that good connection with her. Okay. So now let's talk about how to do it in an effective way, right? The emotional exposure that is courageous. So I had to do this this week, right? And this is what brought this up for me is, you know, this week I lost a lot of money uh, from an investment and like, I'm sick thinking about it even right now. Um, it's one of the times I felt most anxious, just most terrible, most guilty, most uh, sad uh, that I've that I felt one of the most extreme emotions, probably the most panic that I've felt. Well, not quite. I mean, some things went on with my wife that were probably, that were worse for sure. Um, but outside of that, you know, this, uh, this was huge. Right. And, um, this time, you know, instead of kind of running from it or not sharing this with my wife, I decided, Hey, like, this time I'm going to try to be more vulnerable or courageous. This time I'm going to expose how I'm actually feeling to my wife at a deeper level than I have before. So I came to her, I told her what had happened and I just started crying. Like it's probably the hardest I've cried in a, in a really long time. Um, and just told her how, how sorry I was, how sad I felt for what I did. Um, Again, kind of point out the difference between the two, you know, with the ones, the fake vulnerability, you're not really owning anything. You're kind of blaming everybody else, um, or saying you can't do things on your own with this kind of courageous emotional exposure, right? It's just, this is how I'm feeling. Um, and this is where I'm at. Right. And I take responsibility for kind of what put me here and all of that. And it was just so amazing. I mean, this was like a real milestone for our marriage, you know, me being able to open up to her in this way. Um, and then really kind of letting her comfort me, you know, so she gave me a hug. She told me things were going to be okay, that she was still with me. Um, I didn't know how she was going to react when I had told her, but, um, you know, she reacted in that way and it created just a really big increase in intimacy for us. Now I know some of you might say, well, if I would have told my wife that she would have, you know, freaked out or left or whatever. Um, that's the thing about, uh, this courage, right? You don't necessarily know the outcome. You just know that, you know, you want to share, you want to be emotionally exposed because that's what creates intimacy. 
Okay. You can't have an intimate marriage if you're not willing to share your side of things. And it's scary, right? But doing things that you're scared of, that's courage. Okay. So with this, right, I mean, this brought up a lot of my own fears and doubts that really uncovered it. You know, under times of stress, we tend to go back to old thinking, uh, our sort of ingrained ways of thinking. And, you know, this experience brought up a lot of my own fears about, about money, about security, about my business, about whether I could do it or not, you know, and just my doubt in myself to be able to do that. Um, and so, you know, I shared these with her too, that, you know, this is what I'm struggling with right now. Again, I'm not trying to blame her. I'm not trying to, you know, do anything like that. I'm just having emotional exposure here that, you know, yeah, I do have doubts. I do have fears. I do get sad sometimes, right? Um, and it was hard. It was hard for me to share that with her. But, uh, and it was scary. It was scary, right? But I did expose these deeper fears to her. And, um, you know, that's real intimacy right? Is when we're willing to share stuff that is hard, that, um, we're not quite sure how our wife's going to respond. Um, but that's true. Like it's true to us. Um, so, you know, I, I let her know what was going on. Um, and really at a deeper level than I probably ever have, you know, I was able to uncover some of my own thinking around it and it was just really great. Right. It, it was scary to do it. And I wasn't sure how she, she would respond. You know, I, I did have, you know, some, uh, some sense, you know, after, after I had first kind of told her and she had comforted me, I kind of knew she wasn't going to just say like, screw you or, you know, I'm, I'm divorcing you or anything like that. Um, and, and again, like this level of, um, intimate sharing, you know, sometimes it has to get built up and it's a skill you have to build over time. Um, so, you know, her response was, was great but we have to be willing to share it no matter what the result might be. And we also need to be sharing in a way that's effective and not whining or complaining, right? Take some skill to do this, you know, take some practice. And it's what we learn in, uh, in my program, Love, Intimacy, and Legacy. And the guys in the program, they're doing this and having great results. Okay. So what ended up happening, right? So in my case, you know, it had a very happy ending. So my wife told me how much she believed in me, how much she supported me, how much she trusted me. You know, she believed in me more than I believed in myself in a lot of ways. Um, and I came out of it with a stronger determination to, to serve through my business. So, you know, you're going to see in the next while here, just an increased commitment for me, uh, really going full throttle into this and, you know, everything that I've got, you know, to help you guys, have that mentally, emotional, and sexual intimacy that you want with your wife and having that great, great relationship with God, with yourself, with your wife, with your kids, and creating that legacy. Um, in the next little bit here, part of that's going to be creating a course about um, uh, pornography and overcoming pornography because I know that's an issue that a lot of guys face. Um, so yeah, it's just a different mindset now, right? Uh, realizing that to get to where I want to be, with my life and business, I can't do what I've done in the past, which was kind of being really preparing for failure instead of uh, planning for success and believing in myself and in what I have to offer um, and the value that I can bring, you know, believing in that and just saying, let's go, you know, let's do it. So that's where I am now, but it wouldn't have come about without me being willing to share this, right. And being willing to find that, um, 
the courage to share those things. You know, I had to go through all that junk and come out the other side more committed, but I, I wouldn't have come out more committed without digging deep and looking into all this stuff and sharing it. Right. In my case, it turned out really well that my wife supported me, but you know, even if you know, you're in a spot where that, where your wife maybe wouldn't have responded that well, you know, first of all, I think a lot of us maybe underestimate our wives. I know I did as far as her ability to support and be there. I think our wives want to do that as long as we're being vulnerable in this way, in this courageous way, not the whiny or angry or needy way. Um, but in a way that's like, yeah, you know, these are struggles that I have and, you know, these are fears that I have and, um, taking ownership of them, but, uh, being willing to share them. Um, I think a lot of you listening will find that if you're willing to do that, you're going to create more intimacy and your wife's response is going to be much more positive than maybe you expected. Um, if you're in that spot where you're close to a separation or divorce, you know, it's going to be a little more difficult. You're going to want, you know, kind of some more, uh, support on that. And, uh, I can definitely help you with that in our program and the other guys, you know, we support each other in there. So anyway, for me, it's been a great experience and, you know, being more committed to really helping you guys, you know, and, and doing that you know, creating those relationships with God, with yourself, with your wife, with your kids and continue to grow. Like I'm doing the same thing that I'm trying to teach you guys, right? You know, this was a time where I was vulnerable in that courageous sense, probably at a deeper level than I've ever been. And it created more intimacy and a great thing. So I wanted to share that with you guys uh, today on the podcast and, and YouTube here. So as a review, you know, uh, we don't want to be vulnerable in the uh, in the first definition, right? Where we're easily, you know, hurt or easily attacked or any of that, right? We want to be vulnerable in the courageous sense, meaning we're willing to risk emotional exposure, right? Uh, we're willing to share stuff and you know risk being looked at badly or risk being uh, rejected for it. You know, I think that's a good way to think about it. If you're afraid of being kind of rejected for what you say. Um, that's probably the right kind of vulnerability, right? You're willing to expose that. So willingness to share our deeper thoughts and feelings with our wife, you know, even if she doesn't respond how we hope she will. Um, willing to risk that emotional exposure for intimate communication. This is really where I'm at, you know, and it's hard for me to admit, but this is where I'm at, okay? But without being whiny or needy or angry, you know, that's kind of the, the balance that we have to strike. And so again, it takes some skill and practice, this is what we learn. This is what I teach. This is what we're working. I'm working on myself, right? Getting my own, you know, help and coaching with that too. And uh, so come and learn how in my program at MikeFraserMD.com. Uh, you can also go to StrongmenStrongMarriages.com if that's easier to remember. Go ahead and click on work with me. You'll come in, you'll fill out an application and uh, we'll see if we can, we're a good fit to work together. I work with uh, high achieving guys, professionals, um, you know, business owners, uh, guys that are, you know, have reached financial success, um, or that are extremely committed and resourceful to like make this happen. But, you know, my own experience is, you know, being successful in my career and kind of feeling more, you know, owed something for that from my wife. Uh, so that's why I can really help guys more with guys that have reached that financial success in their careers and things. And, you know, because of that kind of feel like, well, you know, why am I not getting what I'm hoping for in my marriage? Because I seem to be getting it everywhere else. You know, that's who I can help the most because that was my own journey. Um, so if that's you, you know, you're doing well in your career, but your marriage isn't where you want it to be. You don't have that 
the sex isn't there, the emotional connection isn't there, or you're further along where there's been, you know, some sort of infidelity, emotional or sexual, or you're looking at a separation or divorce, come on in. I can help you. Um, all right, guys. So come visit MikeFraserMD.com. Join my program. You know, fill out an application. Let's see if we're a good fit. And I will see you there. Stay strong, men. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.